Hey, it is awesome being with you guys tonight. Let's give Brandon a hand for leading us. This is, uh, this is a surprise. I, I met Brandon for the first time tonight when I picked him up from the hotel when we drove over here, and I was like, this is going to be cool. I'm looking forward to tonight. So you guys can have a seat, and we're going to invite a couple of our young get to share a little bit of their story. Um, one of the things that we're going to do is kind of alternate weeks where different people have a chance to share a part of their journey with God and how that intersects. We can have a seat up here with the message theories that we're doing. And then you guys are going to have a chance to break up into groups and, and talk about it. And so I'll, I'll, I'll break you guys while well, you're at tables right now, but we are going to break into groups uh, in some different ways at the end. But first, I just wanted to have Greg and Marie have a chance to share. Um, we're in this series of conversations together called A Better Story. And we're looking at the better story that we're invited to believe about God that Jesus invites us into today that has been going on for generations and generations, and now it's our turn to live in it. And so i just love for you guys to introduce yourself and just share a little bit about uh, who you are and how YAM has made a difference in your journey with Jesus. Anybody want to go first? Before we go, I have to ask Jay, did you sign up for the retreat? <laughs> Jay, are you in here? Did you sign up? I told you I was going to call you out tonight. That's what you said Sunday. All right. All right, baby. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I'm Marie. This is my husband, Greg. We um, have been going to Hope for maybe a year and a half or two um, and really been involved in the young adult ministry over the last year. Um, it, I guess, the Yam Fam... Um, I'll tell you a kind of funny story quickly. So we, I don't remember how we ended up in the loft for the first time. Um, I have no idea, but we were here. Corey, we were like sitting over there. Corey was like worshiping over here, about to come up on stage. And I like look over and this dude, like backwards hat, you, you see how he is, just like arms raised, like really feeling it. I'm like, okay, interesting. Um, like that guy kind of looks like my husband. This is weird. Um, and, and then. Um, Brothers from another mother. Yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, and then and then that night, like Corey, his nice, friendly self comes up and you know talks to you and gets to know you and makes you feel welcomed. And so him and Greg really hit it off. Um, and then I went on night shift for a month, and was totally out of the loop. Greg had like kept coming back, um, and then I get off nights, and Greg is like, Marie, we've got yam tonight, and I'm like, What are you talking about? It's not Thanksgiving. <laughs> what is this? And he's like, oh, we got to get there early for huddle. And I'm like, what? What is this? So um, that was kind of funny. We used some terminology that that is not familiar um, with you, but you'll get used to it. Um, and we are the Yam Fam. And over this past year, it has been just a really awesome community for both of us. Um, we were out of, we're, we were out of the Christian community for, I don't know, a year or two with COVID and we switched churches and so really this past year, it's just been kind of a breath of fresh air to be surrounded by Christian community, and um, you're, you're influenced um, by the people you spend time with. So it's been neat uh, this past year to just kind of look back and see all the, all the good ways that you all have rubbed off on us. That was really good. Um, <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Marie. You're welcome. Yeah, that was wonderful. Um, my name is Greg. Um, 
and I guess just to I guess to build off what Marie said um, about a, a breath of fresh air. Um, both of us grew up in the church. Um, parents are Christians. I both grew up with. I guess parents tuck us in at night, um, praying with us before we go to bed. I mean, I remember that even into high school some. Um, and so I grew up in a, a Christian community, but I would say it was more of a religion than, and then I, for me, the breath of fresh air in, in the Yam Fam is that just it being about a personal relationship with Jesus, it wasn't... Um, so much like our religion as it was, it became my relationship with my savior. Um, and that's, I guess, um, there's just a lot of that community that's helped to guide and just ask questions and to, um, you know, I, I think it's helped a lot at these tables to, for me to learn to start answering questions with I. I think a lot of times when we talk about stuff, we say like, you this, you that, and so it, it just makes it that much more personal for me, just in this, like, the practice of saying I, and just so much of the AmFam has just, like, been cultivating that, um, my, my relationship with, with Jesus, so um, it's, been, it's been wonderful. It just doesn't stop. Yeah, so could you share a little bit more about your journey with prayer and the personal relationship with Jesus side? Because I remember, like, last year when you came into the community, you're like, you know, I really, I'm a Christian, but I don't know about this whole personal relationship with Jesus thing. And so this, God's had you on a journey this year. So could you share a little bit more about that and how you've experienced that more personally? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of songs that you can tell, like, people are feeling it, um, you know, like, um, you know, about the Holy Spirit and all that, all, like, that kind of, like, just, it, it just gets more personal. And those are the songs when people, you know, they have their hands in the air and 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 they're, just feeling the love of Christ. And that's never really happened. That had never really happened to me before. It was, I could resonate with songs that are like, um, all my life you've been faithful. Um, I feel like I've had a good run. Like life, life's been good. Um, so all my life you've been faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. But um, Holy Spirit, come down. I'm like, that part, like, nope. So... Um, and I would say, um, the, I, I guess prayer for me, is, it's always been a one-sided thing. Um, so when you talk about a relationship with Jesus, I mean, any, any relationship we have with anybody, it's, it's uh, I say something and then you say something. And uh, so for me, prayer was like a relationship with Jesus would I, you know, I'd say, God, thank you for all these things, awesome things, and thank you for being so, so good. And could you help with this and help with that? And I'm worried about this. And okay, like, there it is, and um, I think the, for me, the personal side was, um, and I'm still, like, a total noob at this, but um, just understanding that even I can, like, surrender my thoughts and my mind to the Holy Spirit and, and let, I guess, go on a journey with Jesus, um, for me, that happens in a place that um, sometimes you hear Corey reference the throne room, or you'll you'll hear that in scripture. But um, like when I when I find the right place of worship for me, it's in a place in my mind that I call like I've just drawn out a throne room, and I go and um, hang out with Jesus. And it's interesting when I when I go there, like my mind will like I'll greet Jesus a different way, and um, sometimes Jesus will be sitting there, like one time he was injured, 
Um, and it, it just, it, ideas that pop into my head, and it's, it's like, I, 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 sometimes things start happening that I, I'm not making them happen. It's just, I'm kind of going on a journey, and so what can I learn from that? And so um, there have been a couple times in particular that some, some pretty significant things have happened, and just like the way I, I felt from head to toe, like it was undeniable, like that was, that wasn't like my mind, I, that, there was something else involved, and uh, so it just brought a whole um, different side of, instead of me just talking, instead of me asking or thanking or praising, um, coming back for, hey, I'm, I'm there, uh, I love you, and I can feel that love. So um, once it became real, prayer took, it has a whole new meaning for, for who I'm talking to and knowing that, that he is there and listening and loves me. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. How about you, Marie? What, what has been your experience with prayer and why do you think it's significant? Yeah, so um, like Greg already mentioned, both of us grew up in the church, and my mom was a big prayer warrior in our family, so she was usually the one who came at bedtime and said a prayer with us, and um, before we would like get on the road to go to college, she would stand next to our car door and pray for us um, for safe travels and um, before meals and you know whatever. Mom was praying, and some of her prayers were really lengthy, and I'm like, Mom, stop preaching at us. <laughs> like, let's just eat. Um, so kind of off of that vein of what what was modeled for me in prayer, um, a lot of it was you know, what you're saying and what, what you're, like the words that are coming out of your mouth and not so much what God is saying to you. Um, so kind of like Greg was explaining um, really over this past year, one of the things that has um, kind of been modeled uh, in, in the YAMFAM um, is the idea of, of prayer is like also listening to the Lord. Um, and it has to be a two-way conversation, right? But, but I remember, like, how am I going to know what, like, how, what does God's voice sound like? Like, people say that they can, like, go into their prayer room and God just speaks to them and gives them all the answers. And I'm like, how do you know that's just not, like, your own thoughts coming into your mind? Kind of like a bad burrito or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, food poisoning or whatever medicine, some side effect from your medicine. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, that, like, that part's kind of interesting, but... Um, I think for me, it's just as you, or as I, I, um, as I spend more time in the Word, well yeah, and um, as I get to know who God is um, and what He's like, then I can feel more confident that the voices that I am hearing are from Him, and that they're rooted in Scripture. Um, and just have more um, confidence in in that two-way prayer conversation. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's really cool to hear how God's opened you up to new things through the Holy Spirit. And learning to listen to Jesus actually takes practice. We don't always get it right if you're new to the idea of even, like, talking to God, let alone listening to God. Uh, Jesus promises that his sheep will know his voice and that we can grow in an intimate relationship with God where we learn to listen to his Holy Spirit. But it takes practice, and it takes some discipline, and, and it takes surrender and actually believing God wants to speak to you. And, and God's opened you guys up to that 
in this community. And so one of the things that we're going to do in our, in our groups is we're going to look at a passage of Scripture that teaches us about prayer. And that's where you can always know God is speaking if you're not sure. I don't know how to listen to God. Like, actually read the Bible and ask God to show you something in his word that you need to pay attention to. And so we're going to look at one of the most powerful prayers in Scripture tonight, and I gave it to them ahead of time to reflect on. And so I just wanted you guys to have a chance to share, like, what what stuck out to you as you read that Scripture in Ephesians 3. We can put it up on the screen. It's Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. We won't read it now. You guys will read it in your groups tonight. But what are some truths that stuck out to you? Um, How did that encourage and challenge you guys? I told me to read this on the, on the way here, and she said that I should say it, so I'm going to. But my first thought was that it was really easy for me to get lost in this scripture, and I got, like, bored. I was bored. <laughs> um, Greg, are you But ADD? I was like, no, oh, yeah, big time, big <laughs> okay. time, big time. So Jesus loves ADD people. Anybody get an amen? Okay, all right. But, so one thing I've learned uh, in this community is, like, um, for a lot of people who have gone before me and are much more experienced at the, I guess there's somewhat of an art of, of reading the Bible. And one of the first things uh, when I saw, like, for this reason, what reason? So I was like, let's go back and read before that. So this is um, Paul, and uh, Paul was Saul, and he killed a bunch of people and lived a terrible life. And then he became Paul and got saved and um, a whole lot of other crazy stuff. But... Uh, he talked about, you know, I, I was the least of the least of these, and um, and then even still God had grace, and uh, grace for him, and um, just so if, if God loves him that much, um, then for this reason I kneel before him, um, and I want to understand the how high, how wide, how deep his love is, um, and I think it's it's it just challenged me, you know, I, I need to lean into that more. I need to like spend more time, but I think the only way for me to, to grow in that is to be going back into the word to understand more and to question things and, and to like, and to get lost in scripture. Um, so I, I think that was how I was more challenged is like to, to try to understand like more, how high, how wide, how deep, um, is that is his love. Cool. How about you, Marie? Yeah, so uh, part of verse 17 um, stuck out to me, the part that says, as you trust in him. Um, I'm like, that's hard, God, to really trust in you. Um, And for me, a large part of that comes from, so I'm in, right now I'm in residency training. uh, So I did med school, and like since, I don't know, since I was in high school, I guess, I was planning to become a doctor. And so like I, I planned out, the next, gosh, I'm 30 now, yikes. Um, so I, I had planned out like the next 15 years of my life. Like that was, that was the path I was gonna take and I was doing all these things to, to achieve that and then like God is telling me to trust in him but I'm like, God, I, like, I've got all these plans. Like this, I've got this figured out. If I like totally surrender this to you, what if you change these plans on me? What if you, you know, call me to do, to do something else that's not this? What if you ask me to, to give up something that I really enjoy? Um, but then down in verse 20, um, where it, it talks about God can do, what are the words? Are they up there? More than you could ask or imagine. Yes. Yeah. Um, that God's plans are bigger than anything that I could ever think and that I could ever come up with. 
Um, so just trusting that that his plans are better than my own and that I should surrender mine. Yeah, that's yeah. that sounds like God's working on your heart with that. That's good. Well, I appreciate you guys being uh, real about your own journey. And we're, I think, just in interest of time in terms of transitioning into groups, is there any final word of encouragement you just want to give the Yam fam as we're wrapping up? I guess just bring off of the plans, you know, God having plans bigger than we could ever ask or imagine um, around the time that Marie was making these plans to be, um, go to med school and become a doctor in this kind of 15 years. Um, I've actually never been uh, married to anyone not in, you know, like, in doctor training. I don't know what it's like. Um, but it's been a long road. Back at the beginning of it, I was... Um, in engineering school at Tennessee where we met and then we came here. She went to UNC for med school and I went to NC State for grad school. Um, We don't care at all about Duke, UNC or NC State. Go Vols all the way. Um, But I I left NC State and worked downtown Raleigh uh, at a structural engineering firm and I was gonna be an engineer and my wife was gonna be a doctor and it made sense. And it made sense to her, and that was our plan. And she married an engineer. And about six months in, I left my engineering job. Not an engineer. No, I'm not an engineer. <laughs> uh, school went well, but I would not have had. You sell toilets. Yeah. I, or rent toilets. I started a youth beach volleyball club. I coach beach, youth beach volleyball, and I sell or I rent a bunch of bathroom trailers to people now. So. It's Double Thrones free advertisement right here. Okay. It's the, 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 for me, I guess my testimony is that the, the journey is, ah, it's wild. It's just wild. Like it, it, any plans, like it's, it's fun to make them. It's fun to dream, but um, God just has so much, so much bigger and better things. And, and, and that has proven true in our marriage. Um, so I think it's, it's hard to figure out in the early 20s, and it's stressful trying to put it all together, but it's it's easier now that we're in our 30s because we we can look back and see his faithfulness, um, and it's it's tough to, it was tough to do that in my early 20s, like when I was just out of the house, or when I was just out of college, like what am I going to do, what's my purpose, like I, what impact am I going to have, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes we make plans, and we start following them, and um, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense at the time, but eventually now I'm, I'm able to look back and see, wow, God had it. Mm-hmm. He was, he was going to find where we both needed to be for each other in our marriage and as well as for the world. Um, but it took taking some leaps of faith and trusting him. And now it's, it's so much easier to, to take on situations like that because we're able to look at that faithfulness that he had. So that's my encouragement is it's, um, he'll be there. It's just, we, we don't know the timing, so. Awesome. Cool. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Or? Well, just a short piece kind of off of that. Um, one of the songs that we sang, um, it was Sing a Little Louder. So you know, whenever you're going through you know, whatever unknown or whatever struggle or whatever um, doubt or you know, negative thing that is thrown at you, um, just sing a little louder and you can get through it and um, look back and see God's faithfulness. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Let's give them a hand. Well, 
Would you join me in praying for Greg and Marie? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for Greg and Marie and how you've made them. Uh, I pray that you'll continue to lead them into more of the plans that you have for them to grow in your kingdom, to grow in your love, and experience the power of your Holy Spirit. I pray that you give them wisdom with the decisions they're making for their future, and and just a clear leading and unity together. Keep using them to spread your love and hope to others. Thank you for tonight and their words in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, guys. Hey, so what we're going to do now is...